Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman. It's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our unique and slightly tinted perspective, I suppose. Okay, I admit it. Um, the title of today's blog was called Beating the Shit Out of an Old Friend. Probably not the best title for a podcast either, but uh, it's kind of what, what happens here. It's not what you think. Well, maybe it is. Look, as a fish geek, I spend a lot of time just, you know, musing about stuff, thinking about ideas and techniques that can help create a better and more enjoyable hobby experience. And often, I think about things like husbandry of our botanical-style blackwater aquariums. Now, having been in this hobby literally since I could walk, I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of incredible developments, both from a technique and a technological perspective. I think a lot about some of the equipment that I used over the years while growing up in the hobby, particularly like filters. I have no idea why I'm fascinated with filtration, except for the fact that I see uh, as a little filter in my tank as possible. I don't like to look at filters. I've tried a ton of different filters over the years, and there have been some interesting ones, some of which came and went, others which have sort of stuck with us. You know, those old hang-on-the-back, air-driven outside filters, those kind of went away. Sponge filters are still here. And of course, then the most venerable one of them all, the undergravel filter. I never really quite understood this one, but to be honest with you, uh, I do find it interesting. And it does make me think about some positive takeaways. Now, it was once considered sort of state of the art, almost an essential piece of gear for the hobbyist, and it's just fallen by the wayside for a lot of reasons. I think it suffered from its own efficiency at doing what it did best, pulling stuff out of the water, out of the substrate, or into the substrate, actually. Right? You're like, what are you saying, Scott? Well, let's do the most cursory intro to the undergravel filter or UGF and how it works. The filter is essentially a plastic plate that goes under the gravel, hence the name, and it's designed to pull water down through the substrate that sits on top of it via the use of air stones, or back in the day, what they called a power head, which was, you know, instead of using it for circulation, that's one of the things they used it for. Wait a second, did I say gravel? Yeah, well, okay, you need material which is coarse enough to function as a sort of screen for the particulate, otherwise the stuff could slow down the filter flow considerably, supposedly, creating all sorts of issues, ranging from just being plain old dirty to acting as like a nitrate sink. However, it is part of a cycle of sorts, right? I mean, it's pulling dirt and organic material into the substrate. Is that a good thing? Or, well, if you get the dead spots under the plate, and who the hell knows if this was a thing or not? I mean... There's likely some physics behind that, but it sounds scary regardless. You get those dead spots under the plate, which could lead to anoxic areas and perhaps a buildup of hydrogen sulfide or other nasty stuff, which is, you know, no bueno for aquariums, right? Makes sense. And you have to clean the substrate so that it doesn't clog with detritus, supposedly. And if you overdo it, you essentially wipe out billions of beneficial bacteria that you're actually trying to foster. So... Yeah, anyways, the principle here is that the substrate acts as a biological filtration base. Now, that actually seems problematic from the get-go, right? I mean, you're using a coarse substrate to trap shit, literally, in it, where bacteria break it down. I mean, you don't have a problem with that part, but the idea of trapping material into a coarse substrate seems interesting to me. And of course, this necessitated the use of some form of supplemental filter, like a canister or an outside power filter to kind of complete the job. And that always made me wonder why you'd even F with the UGF in the first place if the whole idea was A, the substrate is to act like a biological filter, and B, 
you need supplemental mechanical filtration to remove the particulate waste that the UGF would accumulate through its ability to pull stuff into the substrate. Like, just have a substrate layer and an air stone in your tank and call it a day, right? I mean, sand beds have their own unique ability to foster denitrification and other biological processes. We've known this for a long time in the marine aquarium, but in the saltwater, uh, the freshwater side as well. And that makes me wonder, do you even need a filter plate to accomplish this? I don't think so, but, you know, read up on what's called a plenum from the early sort of 21st century here in the reef keeping for more on that. I mean, just facilitating a healthy sand bed or substrate layer, whatever you want to call it, meaning one that isn't absolutely loaded with fish poop and uneaten food, it's like half the battle, right? Notice I didn't even bring up our old friend detritus at all, because as you know, I have sort of a warm, fuzzy feeling about this stuff. And of course, there's something very weird about the idea of using a mechanical device to further pull waste material into the substrate. Now, in a botanical-style aquarium with a layer of leaves and, and, you know, botanicals and so forth, many of which are decomposing from the minute you put them into the tank, what advantage would having a mechanical device physically yanking the stuff deeper into the substrate accomplish? I mean, I'm a huge fan of using substrates to create not only an aesthetic component to our tanks, but to function as a biological filter as well. I mean, the substrate is alive. It's actually the largest organism, or more correctly, aggregation of organisms, i.e. bacteria, in a given aquarium when you think about it, right? Okay, I'm all, all over the place with this stuff today. I'm probably confusing myself because I didn't fully think this out, but for some reason I felt compelled to do probably a pretty bad analysis on the undergravel filter while simultaneously recalling its nostalgic charms and then beating the living shit out of the idea, all the while demonstrating my probably appalling lack of scientific understanding of the whole concept behind it. Yeah, this is a really productive blog, Scott. Good job. Yet, I have a fascination with the biggest part of the idea of the undergravel filter. It essentially runs by facilitating the growth and reproduction of beneficial bacteria. Hey, I like that. I have a tougher time reconciling the whole idea of your gravel becoming a mechanical filter sort of seems unnecessary because it more or less functions like that anyway, right? I mean, without a plastic air-driven filter plate and lots of maintenance concerns, isn't this like the whole balanced aquarium stuff that's been bandied about the hobby for generations? Look, I love things that work with nature and her natural processes. I love the fact that we play with leaves that break down, fueling the bacterial growth, which also serves to facilitate denitrification in our tanks. And the fact that the decomposing botanicals and such are essentially a food web for many of the organisms which reside in our tanks, that fascinates me. I mean, they facilitate the sort of creation of a food web. I think so. So there's this thing I have about substrates in general because they form one of the most interesting and useful components of the closed aquarium ecosystem. It's a bit ironic or perhaps just coincidental that the undergravel filter, which holds some strange fascination for me, utilizes the substrate as its media. I mean... I suppose there's more to it than that. It's worth more attention. Not necessarily the idea of bringing back the undergrubble filter, mind you, but the idea of using substrate as a biological filtration component. There's so much more to discuss here. So much more to think about. So it's time for me to stop beating up this old friend, the undergrubble filter, and think about substrate itself some more. Until next time, reflect on the past while thinking about the future. Stay curious. Stay thoughtful. Stay diligent. Stay creative. And stay wet. This is Scott Feldman. Thanks for stopping by, spending part of your day with me. Look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.